What's going on, y'all? This is Domcast episode, uh, I think, 112. This is June 9th, 2020. I'm with Joe Ness. He's always with me on... Uh, A.K.A. Joe Nasty. A.K.A. Joe Nasty. He's done a lot of podcasts. This is going to be a little bit more serious podcast. It's not going to be a comedy podcast. And yep. um, we're going to be talking about a we lot of... we some serious shit going on in the world today. Yeah. Right? What's going on in America right now? You know, we and just... And the world. And the it, world. Not just the U.S. Not Yeah. And we just want to shed some light and we're going to share our perspectives. And Jonas and I don't agree 100% on a lot of this. And so you're going to see both sides of the story. And I, I hope you enjoy listening to it. But, I mean, really, to start off, rest in peace, George Floyd. That mm-hmm. was that Absolutely. Was, that was police brutality to the fucking max. Yeah, the definition of it, yeah. if you ask me. That was horrible. It doesn't matter about his past or what he used to do. Mm-hmm. You don't treat another human being like that. Right. Especially if they're already handcuffed and on their stomach like how much of a threat can you pose? Yeah. How much more can you de- like, detain a person? Yeah, exactly. So, and before we uh, dive into this anymore, I want everyone to know, I hope from this episode, you can gather that Dom and I are really, really good friends. We became even better friends through quarantine. I've known him for about two years now. We became even closer through quarantine. Yeah. But here's the thing too, is even if him and I are completely a hundred percent, agreed to disagree about a, a concept or, or some sort of conflict or like last night we got into a little debate a, a little debate about nasa about nasa and i didn't agree with him at all and he didn't agree with me at all and we didn't freak out we, we didn't get into fight. a fight, fist fight we didn't yell at each other we remained calm which, which is also a lost finish. art for a lot of people yeah, is to exactly. be able to have conversations and that's a great thing about america is that we have so many different perspectives exactly and we we should be able to speak about them mm-hmm. uh without having to hate each other you know but i think we're all making we're gonna make valid points and there's just gonna be things because not everyone grew up the same right exactly we grew up different we have different you know experiences life experiences you know it's like walk yeah. a mile in my shoes you know I, I we but we're close enough friends to understand how to do it and not have bad blood yeah and who would have thought me i grew up in uh in la probably the most liberal state in the world and you, you, you know, you grew up San Antonio in Texas. San Antonio, Texas. Very multicultural. Very red state. Very multicultural. Multicultural. Very uh, red state. Pot. Blue city. Yeah, exactly. And and conservative, but at the same time, I think you know, it's way more liberal than most people. Give uh, it. I think now a lot too, because a lot of people are coming from California. But I think it's always had its liberal standpoints. Yeah. Um, just because of, one. just because like it out of a lot of the other cities, it's very you know. A lot of African American, a lot of uh, Hispanic. If you're white in San Antonio, you are the minority. Yeah, exactly. Even though there's been well, a lot the re- of- and it's the rest of the country as as far as big cities go. The rest of the country, if you're white, you're a minority. Yeah. Small towns is one thing, but as far as big cities go, if you're white, you're yeah. You know, and we were talking about last night how you know one of the worst things you can be in the world today is a straight Christian white male um, because. Not, I'm not saying everyone automatically judges, you know, I'm not going to look, don't for one second think I lug everybody into a single category, but you know, I've seen, and I've known people who are single, uh, or excuse me, they're Christian, straight white males and they're automatically labeled bigots, sexists, yeah, racists, and they're not. And they're some of the most open people, open-minded people I've ever known. And we have to understand too, it's been, first off. I'm, I support the Black Lives Matter movement. Okay, I do. Yeah, I, all everything, every part about it. Uh, when I grew up, you, the internet really exposed what's the real bullshit that's been happening. Yeah, the civil rights movement that happened in the '60s was much needed, yeah. and it was way worse what they were doing. Mm-hmm. And there's been riots and protests since then. You had the L.A. riots. You had the riots in New York. Mm-hmm. So I lived in uh, in California when the Rodney King riots happened. Yeah, and that was wild. It was insane. Like, yeah. you know, and and um, I I support the idea behind the Black Lives Matter movement. However. And so many people like I don't understand why this is so wrong. I believe all lives matter, and not all these people are like you can't say well, uh, all lives matter until you say Black Lives Matter. And but the thing is, when it's and it's me personally. Okay. When I look at a person, I don't see color, I don't see race, I don't see ethnicity, but the but the or nationality. But the movement started though for Black Lives. No, yes, and I understand so, that, and I understand that. 
Um, and that's completely fine. And they can practice and protest uh, as much as they want. I don't think they should do it in a harmful way that's going to harm other people. Now, it's one thing if they're marching peacefully and they start getting attacked. If At that point, they're defending themselves. So uh, at that point, I, yes. that's, that's, that's a different story. But me, like I say, when I... Go to the gro- let's an example. If I go to a, a gro- grocery store okay. and um, my uh, I'm shopping, and then I go through the line uh, where I check out, okay. and my uh, my cashier is a black man. My first not- thoughts not like, oh look, it's a black man. I look at his name tag. Let's say his name tag says Steve. I go, hey Steve, how you doing today? Yeah. I don't say, hey black guy, how you like? You, that's I don't. Color's not a thing to me. Race is not a thing yeah. to me because to me, there's only one race. That's the human race. And I think that is so forgotten now. And I don't blame the people because I truly believe, and I know we have common ground and commonality on this. I believe that we've been so skewed, so brain brainwashed, so misinformed. And there, we have not gotten all sides of every story of everything that's ever happened. Like yeah. the media well, is owned by like three different groups of people. The, and the media is, just content creators now exactly but they the the atrocities that happened to african americans that we didn't know about for so long that mm-hmm. just shoved i mean just shoved under and swept under the fucking carpet you can't deny that you cannot deny that no yeah that's why that's why these private fucking prison systems are full of african americans majority males mm-hmm. to a point where it's like they don't it, it is unfair it is unfair, and when they stand trial, you have old white judges, old white men with these ideas. This is where I think the the real reform has to start with the establishment. And I can see why people are angry right now with the establishment. We do have yeah. a president who can't even fucking say Black Lives Matter, yeah. which pisses me off. Mm-hmm. Okay, the fact that's a leader of our of our country and essentially the free world, mm-hmm. exactly like a piece of shit, quote unquote free world. Yeah. Let's okay. see. We don't, our freedoms aren't really that free as we've learned the past couple of months. Yeah, but and and uh, uh, and I'm glad you brought that up too because you know it's I don't I, I I'm leaning more into in the direction of as what you're talking about, but at the same time, every time something kind of goes in this direction and something kind of happens, it's always during election year. Like if you look back historically, okay. and I'm not and I'm not. Whether it's to get, you know, our president out of office or whatever the case that people seem to forget, like my biggest thing as far as all of it goes, um, every life matters to me. Absolutely. Every life matters to me. Um, Okay. well, here's here's the thing that I I don't think I don't think it's strategically planned, though, for every election year. And this is no, 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 no. I'm not saying that. And this also needs to happen a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Like if we had the internet and, and we were we and right now everyone's getting force fed hate through the algorithm algorithms on Facebook and all that, but if we had this information when the if the internet came out in the eighties, right. this would this would have fucking sped up the civil rights movement even mm-hmm. more. Right, like as as it was said, I'd, I I and I don't want to misquote, so I'm not going to say the name because I don't remember exactly, but they said police brutality. Has not increased. It's just being filmed now because yeah, we have it's smartphones. Being exposed because we have smartphones that can film. Yeah. So, like I said, and it does. And it's, happen, it's always existed. And it does happen to all races, but it happens to African Americans more, more so. I hands down. Okay. That's well, and it and 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 he, I, I'm gonna and I, I just want to get this off my chest real quick too. My brother, right, mm-hmm. Italian, you know, and then white trash, whatever. That's just the way I label us. But um, he got pulled and drug out of the car. He's got a bad shoulder because when he was born, uh, he couldn't fit through the canal right. And so he has a bad shoulder. They, The police pulled him out, detained him. He told him, you're going to break my shoulder. I have a bad shoulder. You're going to break my collarbone if you do this. And police didn't care. Suffered damage. Then mm-hmm. Same thing I, happened to my cousin. I dated. Not a, with a birth thing, but he. he um well, let me he, get this one more, one yeah, more. Yeah, go ahead. And then when I dated a girl, and she was from uh, a different ethnicity, so she had a different name, okay? Mm-hmm. And her name was definitely not a normal name. Very no, hard to pronounce not, and say. Well, not a typical American uh, Definitely name. not. Yeah. Uh, it came from, uh, let's just say, it, it, it's an Iranian name. Okay. Uh, and so 
Just not American. That's all you need to say. She yeah. she basically got detained by police and then thrown in a paddy wagon and they beat the shit out of her to where it fractured her orbital socket. Jesus. And then we took pictures of it all. This poor woman got destroyed. She's about five one, five two, and you have cops like that breaking her face. And now they. But guess what? You take it to court. They drop everything because they don't want to get sued. Mm. So they just drop the cases. You know, and and that. And, sh- and then, then just sweep it under the rug. And I have a friend who here, he works here in San, in, uh, San Antonio, Texas for SAPD. I'm, of course, not going to say any names. But he says if he ever feels a threat, what he does is he backs up 10 feet as quick as he can and he draws his weapon. And he says, get on the ground, interlock your fingers. And when they, he's, he said that he's had to do this twice in his career. He's been a, an SAPD officer for five years. This has only happened twice in his career, fortunately enough for him. He said uh, one was a person who was obviously high on drugs and uh, was reaching for something in their pocket. And, you know, they could have been reaching for who knows what, but he backed up. And it's a scary job because you don't know what anyone's got in the car or on them. And I'm not going to sit here and say all cops are bad. And if anyone out there, whether you're in the Black Lives Matter movement or whatever movement it is, you cannot sit there and honestly say every cop is bad because not every cop is bad. Some cops are good. Okay. No, no. Some cops are good. Yeah. But it's also it's also a job where you can't have bad apples. Like, right. Like, Chris, no, no, no. Yeah, absolutely. And the thing is, too, Chris Rock said this. He's like, you know, that uh, being a police officer is where you can't have bad apples. It's, yeah, it's not absolutely. like American Airlines can go, oh, we're really good, but we got a couple bad apples. Sometimes some just fly in the mountains. Well, and the, so you can't fucking do that. But also it takes a certain mentality to become a cop or someone that wants that position of power, I believe. Yeah. Either well, someone that really wants justice and really wants to fight and protect the people mm-hmm. yeah, or someone gonna, who has that's what I was gonna say. power who has power uh, problems, power, trip. yeah. power tripping in their head. And what they give them a gun, they give them this authority, and all of a sudden they use that and answer me this can you answer me this honestly why does it take 1200 hours to become a beautician but 840 hours to become a cop i what what sense does that make i don't know but i don't know exactly the psycholo- entire, all the fucking the training. psychological profiling the or the psychological tests that cops go through i think that should be done more than once i think that should be done once a month i think that quarterly uh, exactly. I think if you fire your weapon, you should, and, and you kill somebody, you automatically should have a leave and there should be an investigation pending on you and the person. I agree with because, that. Because I mean, you just, wh- whether you're innocent or not, um, you know, the, and there's lots, there, I, I think, you know, because if you can just fire your gun, whether the person's a criminal or not, if you can just fire your gun and take a life and just be, be okay to go to work the next day, there's something wrong in your head. And that's also like, something sorry. wrong with the system. Yeah. Well, yeah. And but but but, but like I'm saying on a personal could be reforms. Like there's no like me if I ever shot someone, even if you broke into my house and you had my family tied up and you said they were you like you were gonna kill them, you were gonna rape yeah. them. If I still shot you and killed you. I would still be like, oh, my God, I just killed a person. Yeah. I would still freak the fuck out. Yeah. Um, I don't know if they would – if it was on your property and situation, I don't know if they would detain you. But I'm not even talking about the, the legality from that. I'm talking about what it would just do to me mentally. Yeah. but um, And that also because you have empathy and a moral compass. Right. Exactly. Like I can't watch half these videos of what's going on. When I watch police brutality videos and – dude, it fucking – when it – at the peak of this, when this all started – by the way, we're in, in a fucking pandemic right now. Yeah, but exactly. um, while all this is going on, I could not watch half of it. I had to mm. take Facebook off. And I know their algorithms are meant to feed us that. But I, yeah. I could not take it, bro. It was making me pissed, first off. Mm-hmm. And then I would cry. Yeah. And I have not cried as a grown-ass man in a long time. But all this has been triggering me, dude. Yeah. Triggering me to a point where it's... I went to a private Catholic school growing up, and there was two brothers. Then my older brother went to the same school. There was an older brother who was my brother's age, and then a younger brother who was my age. And we always hung out every weekend. They were they were a little bit more poverty stricken than us. They would hang out with us, and I came from a single poverty, uh, single parent household, so we we're poverty stricken. So I was either at their house, or they were either at my house or brothers. Yeah, you know, as brothers, and we'd hang out. And not once when we were kids, uh, because the environment we grew up on, we didn't know about, I didn't know about racism until I learned about slavery in ninth grade. Like I didn't know racism was a thing. And you know what, as I know this is going to piss a lot of people off, but this is my God, honest, truthful opinion. Okay. I don't believe in racism. I believe in blind hatred. 
I believe in ignorance and I believe in hatred. I believe racism was invented to justify slavery was invented to justify the demeaning and the diminishing of, of a people of a different kind of background and culture, because I think everything has to do with culture and not race. I can get that. But now when you teach kids, like let's say a great grandfather teaches his child that racism, they, they can teach that. That that great that great grandpa or that grandpa, let's just call it grandpa, right? He's mm-hmm. he's teaching. He is ignorant. He's he has blind hatred. Mm-hmm. That child would never have known if that child grew up like we grew up in, exactly in, why in poor neighborhoods yeah. where all our friends were African American or Hispanic or it just that's what it was. Yeah. Okay. So we didn't see color. Those were our friends. Those were our friends. We just wanted to go skateboard. Yeah. And have a good exactly. time. Exactly. You know, we I, all caught the ice cream truck together. Yes, like, that's what that it was, was. That's what it was. And but none of now, that mattered. Now, when you have someone with ignorance and blind hate, teach someone, their child, that these people are lower or worse. That's racism. That's that's taking that's taking that blind hate and then planting a seed in that kid's head, and that's fucked up. Okay. Yeah. Now, now, and you that's just, why I'm calling it ignorance. I don't I don't call it racism. Well, because you can take a white supremacist and a, a, a hardcore Black Panther. They could both have kids and you can put them in the same room and they'll they'll play together. They'll play together until you're conditioned to ignorantly think that one is lesser than the okay. other. OK, well, I define that as racism. So that's that's way. No. And that, and like like I said, I might get I might get backlash from that. But that's what I believe, because I believe that there's only and maybe this is just because of me. I believe in one race. I believe in the human race. I don't look at people and see black. I don't see white. I don't see brown. But they, I see people. Yes, I get that too. We all bleed and red. You, we all have. But there it's was the a tribal, study. It's the tribalism part of the of the human of the human genome. Like it's it's ingrained in us though to be tribal. Like we 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 go with people who are our same color. It's something that's instinctual in us since the beginning of time. Well, and that, that leads to the, 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 the common basic human emotion that it's, it's natural for humans to fear what they don't understand. If we can't completely dissect and decipher what something is, and that's ignorance. yeah, exactly. Which is where we tie into, uh, where I tie into that because I have so much faith in the human spirit that I don't, believe in racism nor do i want to believe in it and i'm not saying that people don't act out in racial matters like it because if if racial outlashes didn't ex, you know didn't really exist i'm not but saying how, like, how do you explain though people tattooing nazi symbols no on that, and that's what i was getting to is i was going to say if if the idea because i think racism is an idea i don't think it's a real thing like i said i think it was invented to justify slavery i think there's ignorance like you can't sit there and tell me that Someone who's just blindly hate hateful and ignorant is gonna tattoo a swastika to themselves, you know. Like I, I, it's 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 one of those things where you just you have to. Uh, but, I I think it has everything to do with culture. I think yeah, that, you know, I mean, if, that if, human if, being though, it went and researched or something or was conditioned when they were younger and they researched and they saw facts and they saw footage and they saw what the Nazis did and what that stands for. And this, these white supremacists that fucking come from eugenics bullshit for the master race shit. And when you get it, you, you have tattoos. I have tattoos. You're getting a new tattoo soon. When you put that on you, that that's a commitment. Yeah. You're stamping hate Towards certain well, I'm not, but for, I see what you're saying. Yeah. I'm not getting a racist tattoo, oh, anybody. No, no, no. no <laughs> I was no. like, I'm not getting a racist tattoo, anybody. But there's also things that are like, uh, but I do feel like you're my, my roots. Like right. you say all races, right? Mm. Well, I look at this is a national symbol of Italy right here. Yeah. So I know because I always want to remember that I'm Italian. Yeah. It doesn't mean that I'm better or different than anyone else, but I in my head want to know, but that's also the tribalism part of me. But right. it doesn't separate me from any of my friends growing up, any of my friends currently, you know, I, yeah, I absolutely agree. And, and here's the thing too, is, uh, we were talking the other day on the phone and it was funny. It was kind of funny cause you had gone out all night 
you woke up, you called me back, you 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 were a little partied out. Yeah. And then I told you uh, uh-huh. the whole, I was like, yo, you know, my grandpa used to say there's three sides to every story, your side, my side, and the truth. You're like, damn, you Jonas fucking dropping knowledge bombs when I'm hungover yeah. and too early in the morning, like when it was one in the afternoon. But I was, was like, it was- morning. But here's the thing too, like, because when I was living in LA, there was a, a group that was formed in front of my face. I didn't join it or anything, but it was innocent white kids that were getting bullied by black kids. And so finally the white kids were just like, okay, you know, we're, we're all getting bullied for being white. Let's band together and defend ourselves. And they weren't hostile. They didn't just automatically start attacking black people. They just literally traveled in groups of white people. So they had superior numbers and they stopped getting attacked. And then all of a sudden, boom, the school was like, you can't do this because it's, um, but, you know, but you know, like, yeah, I, I get that. This, that's and the, and what we were going back to is, is the system. You, it's it's it is the system. What is the number one control mechanism since day one? Fear, 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 and that's what what is happening with us with the system. It's, but they and it, I to me though it hurts to know that most African Americans like uh, kids our age, you know, if you're in your late twenties, your thirties, your parents and your, your grandparents went through. The Absolutely. civil rights, yeah. and so when you uh, you come from that level where the wage gap, like the the racial wage gap, mm-hmm. yeah, you know how hard it is for them to climb out. Now there's people, you know, you know if you work hard enough and you want to educate yourself and get it, but a lot of these kids don't have a chance. You can say mm-hmm. the same, but it usually comes down to poverty. But th- those people are from because of their past in very poverty stricken areas. And I, I agree mean, with you that. you can go to parts of Alabama where there's white people that are just as poor as any kind of African-American. I agree with that. But it just sucks. The majority are African-American. So then they form this hate for the white man, right? Mm-hmm. Which they deserve it when they look but look at their fucking history. Well, and uh, I mean, I, there's been a lot of slaves. I don't, Chinese building fucking like checks. I don't like that word deserve because I think I, I, hatred's a heavy burden to carry. Not Not saying that they don't deserve justice or they don't deserve, you know, uh, uh, um, Peace and fairness or, or, uh, but you know, an eye for an eye makes the whole world blind. You know what I mean? Um, and so I don't like that word deserve. However, you know, I, I, like I said, I think it has everything to do with culture instead of race. Like we need to stop waging war on poor people because let's look at the facts. Let's look at the statistics. A good majority of the poverty stricken neighborhoods of the lack of father in the household of the mother on drugs or on food stamp or welfare or some sort of government assistant or living in some sort of quote unquote ghetto area are black people. Um, so I think it's, it's a culture aspect and I'm, and I'm not saying that that's fair. I think they should have an equal right and an equal shot. You know, if they have, they have, they haven't had equal shots. Um, at some points, we can't deny that at some points they haven't. We just had a black president. We can't s- deny every single point. Now, am I saying absolutely everyone, you know, has had an equal opportunity? No, of course not. Am I am I saying that black oppression has never existed? Absolutely not. No. Even when slavery was abolished, black people were still getting hung from trees. Black people were still getting the yeah. shit beat out of them for no reason. To this day... Black people are still getting, you know, oppressed and things are happening to them. But that's the thing. That's the problem with the system, which is what I think the people who are really in charge are trying to get us to think. They're trying to keep us to wage war on each other because they want to stay in power and and they want to make the money. And the number we said fear is the number one tactic. Absolutely. But then you with the second war. How, how do you win any fucking war? You divide and then you conquer. And you conquer. So right now they're trying to divide us. And, and then I hope us. this generation, and this is why I support these protests, is because, you know, 20 years down the line, I want them to look back and see, okay, your great-grandparents fought in the 60s to for civil rights, right? Mm-hmm, right. And now it's happening. It happened throughout the 80s. Now we have protests going now in 2020. And I want these people to grow up and be like, why did they ever think like that? 
I want to abolish the fucking idea, like this concept in their brains. We need to reform this system. And it, to me, a lot of it starts with Congress, where you have no term limits and you have people who have had chances to change laws and change the way we treat African-Americans and people of all color, right? Right. In Congress, but since there's no term life, you have these 80-something-year-old white, predominantly white men. I think it's... It's, it's, it's. I haven't looked up the fucking stat. Yeah. I can't pull it up right now. I think only like twenty four percent are women, and I think like sixteen percent of that are black. Yeah, so it's predominantly all white. Majority men are white men who have yeah. had the chance to change things for fucking forty, fifty something years, uh, forty years, of, you know, and they haven't. And, and they're gonna sit there in that seat until they die. Well, and that's another thing that I wanted to talk about. I wanted to get into because. You know, when America, you know, the, like, first of all, um, to all you Trump supporters out there, I'm not going to say I am. I'm not going to say I'm not a Trump supporter. Um, here's what I'm going to say. Honestly, anyone who is my president, I'm going to support whether I vote for them or not, because I want I support my country and I support my countrymen. Now, do I support the man in the Oval Office right now? Um, I'm not going to tell you that. That's none of your business. That's my business. However, regardless of who it is, I want them to do well so my country does well because I love my country and I love my countrymen. I love everyone who comes here. This country would not be as good as it is. This country would not be as great as it, as it is if it were not for immigrants, if it were not for African-Americans, yes, if it agreed. were not for uh, all these people. If we were not a melting pot and mixing bowl, we would not be a we wouldn't tenth be. of the country we are. Yes. That being said, you know, there's there's all these numbers that are being thrown around like we need to stop fighting the wrong wars. Here we go. You have these people protesting in big cities, destroying mom and pop places that had nothing to, like there was a, a woman in Houston who had never been to the city. George Floyd was killed in rest in peace, peace George Floyd, never been to that city and was literally hiding in her shop with a baseball bat and got attacked and is in critical condition. She got attacked by four, four men. Yes. And is that right? No, but here's another thing, you know, like that's, that's called, we need to wage war on poverty. We need to wage war yes. on negative culture. We don't need to wage war on poor people because look at every, look at the incarceration system. Most, I want to say I'm going to confidently say 85 to 90 percent of crimes that are committed are committed through poverty, drug dealing, yeah. uh, gang affiliation. What are they all doing? They're trying to make money. They're trying to do more for themselves yeah. or their family or whatever. Um, and then you have all these people that are throwing these statistics out. You know, you have and this is a fact. 30 percent of the population is African-American and they're over 80 percent of the prison population. Sixty percent of them in the prison population are crimes of them, of black people committing crimes against other black people. And do I blame black people for that? Absolutely not. I blame the culture for that. I don't blame the race for that. Black people have the same exact issues and problems that, um, at just at a higher level to worry about as, as, as anyone else does. So you can't, you can't say it's the same exact if it's at a higher level. It's, it's, I think it's, it's no, way harder. It's, it's, it's the same. It's, it's just the, 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 so right and wrong is never going to, is never going to be higher or lower. It's just the, the morality at which yes. you see it, it's taken. Okay. Like example, um, can I say a celebrity's name on this podcast or is that illegal? No, you could say that. Okay. Lil Wayne just recently came out and said how he got shot when he was 14 years old. And he was saved by a white cop. And a white cop was like, no, we can't wait for an ambulance. And he put him in his cop car and he took him. Yeah. And he stayed there for three days. Got mm -hmm. in trouble and suspended because he abandoned his post and waited for to make sure that Lil Wayne was going to be okay. But that's not making news. We're not, mm -hmm. we're not talking about any of the good things. And please, guys, please, I'm not saying what happened what was was right it was wrong the guy was restrained yeah. the guy was on his stomach there was yes. no reason to be on his neck you could have been on i'm someone i used to practice mixed martial arts i could have had his hands behind his back and my knee in between his shoulder blades he could have struggled as hard as he wanted and i know where to place his knee to where no matter what he did he would not have been able to move hard enough to move to hurt himself now 
My biggest thing, okay. all of a sudden this happens and then COVID-19 disappears. No one gives a shit about that anymore. Yeah, the fact we're in a pandemic. I haven't heard the word social distancing I don't know Since how long. Since this happened. But now you have to admit there's 200, 200, million, or 200, 200 million cases now. Wasn't there 100 million? No. And you know what? You know what? No, there was a million. What the fuck's going on? Let me pull this and up. And you know our commander in chief, what he's going to say? He's going to say that he's going to blame the riots. He's going to say if you weren't robbing and looting and if you would have stayed to social distancing, all these cases wouldn't have happened. And I think that's why. Of course, he's going to say that. That's what he's going to say. And it's we're going to get a new wave of coronavirus. It's going to hit us like crazy. You know, like I joked with a friend. And I just want to make my 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 piece real quick on uh, the president. Okay. myself, I agree with you. Whoever's in office, I support. Yeah. Okay. I don't go left. I don't go left or right. I'm not red or blue. I'm, yeah, I'm somewhere. I'm somewhere in the middle. And I think most sensible people are somewhere in the middle. I think most Americans are somewhere in the middle. I think if you have you, common sense, you should be somewhere in the middle. Yes, but we really don't have choices, and that's what sucks. Now, I, I su- we do have choices. I We're support. Just, we just prefer to not. I, I do support though. I do support. My president, but this guy now has gotten to a point personally for me, I can't fucking take it. Now, we, Julius Caesar got fucking murdered to restore the republic. Mm-hmm. They killed him to restore the republic. If we don't get rid of this fucking guy in office, we are not going to restore the republic. We're not going to restore our democracy. Only difference was, and the only difference really was, <laughs> people actually liked the people actually liked Caesar. Like the yeah. common people actually liked Caesar. He refused to give up his power, but they actually liked him and he was doing a lot for him. Uh, yeah. And that was also just a weird time, though, with all world. We had, yeah. We, that's a yeah. whole nother rabbit hole. Yeah. But you, you, sometimes you have to get rid of things. You know, Mike Pence, I don't know. I don't, I don't dislike the guy. I don't, whatever. He's never, he's not, he's not a fucking bat, buffoon, but I, I supported General Mad Dog Mattis because he was one of the, one of the best Marines alive right now, one of the a military mind. And when he was in, when he was in the cabinet and when he left and when he starts saying these things, you understand when I, I will take what he says. But when you, you have a like I said, you have a president who can't say Black Lives Matter. You have a president who who won't denounce Nazis. You have a president who who tries to make jokes about banging models when they're talking about fucking new models of fucking ventilators and he goes you know i haven't had one of those but you know i've had the other it's like come on you fucking idiot we this is just gonna be worse we need to get this guy out and you know what we don't have choices and that's what sucks because i i don't want biden in there okay but what are we gonna do i really don't know what the solution is right now the solution is revolution the, the solution is but we can't take it to anarchy because there is a there is a thing the military takes an oath to defend from uh, foreign terrorism and domestic. Exactly. And when you start looting and doing that, that's domestic terrorism. Mm-hmm. I okay? mean, that's what our president just did. He said he's going to release the military amongst. Yeah. You know, in order to to preserve the peace. Yep. Yeah. And how much money is that going to cost? It's like okay, so you're going to use enough to probably our taxpayers' st- dollars, the money that we're paying. To uh, use an army against the protests we're doing. But here's the thing, too, as well. I don't. I'm all about peaceful protesting. What happened to Floyd? Like I said, I'm not not condoning it and not saying it was not just horrible to thousands. It's, It's happened to it's happened to plenty of people. But you know what? There's a lot of stuff that we're not talking about as well. You and I talked about earlier. The most historically oppressed people of all time are not blacks, are not Jews, are not Asians. They're fucking children. To this day, children are still being abducted, sold sex into the trade. slave trade, sold into the sex trade. You have European girls at 14 years old that are getting injected with heroin till they're addicted. And then people are saying, hey, go sleep with this guy who's sick. Literally like three to six times your age and we'll give you another hit of heroin so you don't withdraw. You have kids in Rwanda who are getting injected with heroin and they're saying, hey, go fight this village for us real quick and we'll get you your fix. So, But nobody's talking about that. Everyone's yeah, talking so we're about. We're also talking about that China with the concentration camps. Concentration camps. Where they're killing you're not Muslims. even getting a grave. You're getting thrown into a fucking hole. Yes. 
You're getting. You don't even get the fucking. But no one knows that there's over a million Muslims of a burial in, in concentration camps in China right now. Exactly, working and, for half a a slice of bread and maybe a cup of water, to the point where you're nourished enough to do another day's of work, and then it's like you know what? When you're dead, we throw you in a hole. You don't even get a proper burial. Your family doesn't even know if you're alive or dead that after you've been abducted. So the world, I mean, the world has always been like this, but now it's getting exposed. Yeah, I mean, exactly. This, these things don't change. But the main point, actually, I got to take a leak. You want to take a break real quick? We'll take a quick break and we'll be right back. All right, we're back. And uh, while we were while we were taking a break, we were talking about uh, the court system and how I was sitting in court and I had a friend of mine. I saw him. And this is pre-trial. And he had a second DWI dropped. Uh, white kid, and he had inheritance, money, or something that he could afford a good lawyer. And I believe like that that wealth gap is a major problem, and why there's people don't get fair trials. You know, and they the, a lot of these African American families don't have inheritances. Like they don't they weren't making as much money in the sixties and all that. Oh yeah, I'm not so, disagreeing that wealth won't get you off. You know, well, uh, wealth is power. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm not. So, disip- I'm not disputing that. I just want to show you like how extreme the gap is, real quick. But uh, but yeah, and, and what, for the listeners at home. Well, and and like and that's what I'm saying is like what we were talking about the your your buddy or your friend or your acquaintance, whatever who got. Do you think he got off because he was white or because he got off because of his wealth? I think he had his wealth because he is white. He came from a family with, and he had more privilege. Now, let me just read this real quick. Okay, go for it. This is this is from Brookings EDU. Uh, it's been, it was written by Kristen McIntosh, Emily Moss, Ryan Nunn, and Jay uh, Shambo. It says, examining the black and white wealth gap. It says, a close examination of wealth in the U.S. finds evidence of staggering racial disparities. At $171,000, the net worth of a typical white family is nearly 10 times greater than that of a black family, 17150 in 2016. Gaps in wealth between black and white households reveal the effects of accumulated inequality and discrimination as well as differences in power and opportunity that can be traced back to the nation's inception. The black-white wealth gap reflects a society that has not and does not afford equality of opportunity to all its citizens. A hundred percent. So when you have these white families that have been around and have had power for that long, they, they pass on they pass on that wealth. Okay. And that's 10 times greater, that wage gap. So what do you get? A court-appointed lawyer or are you going to call a lawyer? Or does your family know lawyers because they've had to use them before? Or is your is your family a lawyer because they had enough money to go to law school? I mean... Well, then what was the case with you? The case with me? Did you get a court-appointed lawyer? No. Did I bought you hire a lawyer? Yeah. Do you think that you were, decriminal- or you were uh, discriminated against because you weren't white? Um... No, I just think what I did, I mean, I owed the city money by destroying property. <laughs> okay. So they were going to get me anyways. So do you think like... But I didn't afford been... like a crazy lawyer. No, yeah. Like I paid out the ass for a lawyer and I still got the maximum sentence for what for my crimes. But I would imagine if, dude, if I paid double or triple, which I didn't have the money for, for a better lawyer, they probably would have... Yeah, but that's like I feel like that's wealth, not race. Yeah, but I'm saying that wealth is handed down. If my, my I, we came here as immigrants, and then my family barely started creating a nest egg until it was like the early '80s. Okay, and I, like and so, I, and I get that, and I understand that it's but, not like a family generation that's gone through passing off inheritance. And I understand that, and I I'm I'm not disputing that. Like I know money, who you know. How much money you have, I know that that can help you progress in this country, if any, in anywhere in the world, especially this country. However, um, you know, I feel this whole protest that's going on right now because of George Floyd. I think it's people a justification for personal gain. Like from what I've read, what I've been researching, that the guy was a peaceful guy, and that his family members were saying like. Hey, we wouldn't. He wouldn't have wanted you to be doing this. Yes. His brother even said, "Yeah, like, like y'all he, need to stop like, looting. Stop and doing writing. this. You're not. You're not helping anybody." Was what happened to him wrong? Yes, yes, hundred percent, absolutely. I'm, and I'm not disputing that. Yeah, but we're also repeating ourselves. So, what? Yeah. 
Yeah, but okay, so in the state of Texas, you doesn't matter. You can only like and and someone who's been convicted of it too. You can't just get a DWI dismissed unless you go to trial and the cop doesn't show up three different times. And even still, it's still That's on not your the record. Only way, though. That's it's not still the only not way. on your record. Or if you fight it and you have evidence against it. That's well, that it is got the, completely dropped. It got completely before dropped. it even went to trial. It's it's still on his record. Then if he gets pulled over again, it'll say that he has two two DWIs. If he applies for a job, it won't show up unless he applies for a federal job. But it's still on his record, and that's anybody. It doesn't matter if you're black, white. Oh, it's gonna Asian. what it's gonna say. Case closed. It's gonna say that he has two DWI that he'd been charged for two DWIs. Well, I'm not going to pull up his fucking court records or anything. We no, well, I mean, why, that, should but, we, why should we? But I, I'm just saying, I've seen it happen. And then when I was in there, you just see a bunch of African-American kids who got caught with less than an eighth of fucking weed having to spend weekends in jail. That's bullshit. Well, I think that's bullshit whether you're black, white, or whatever, because I think weed is way less dangerous And it than was alcohol. a staggering amount of African-Americans every time I... Because I had to go to court for three years. And it never went to trial. To de- deferred adjudication. But it was a staggering amount of uh, African-Americans and Hispanics. I understand that. Um, I not And see, I get where you're coming from. But, at, I mean, at the end of the day, the law is the law. You know having weed on you is illegal. Like, just because they're black... Well, then, how, why, why come they just didn't just break the pipe and throw the weed away? That happens to all my white friends. All your white friends? That, yeah. That, that, that didn't happen to me. I got fucking pulled over and I got arrested. But you're also a little darker and you got tattoos. That's true. <laughs> so <laughs> that's profiling. But yeah, and, and I'm not saying profiling doesn't happen. You're missing the point uh, that I think I'm trying to make okay. to you. What, what I'm trying to make to you is like, yes, um, to sit here and say that Black people are completely and utterly 100% condemned for whether it's wrongdoing, they're, 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 the book's thrown at them 110%, or whether they're just completely innocent and they're still proven guilty. That's the same as saying that there's every bad cop, and we can't say that. We have to stop because, like we said earlier, how does the government remain in control? They divide and they conquer. The issue here is not black, white. It's not police brutality against blacks. It's not uh, it, it's it's the uppers, the people that we're paying to control us. That's the real issue. That's the issue that no one's coming in and talking about. Like nobody's talking about the fact that, you know, if we were to all everybody in this country, everybody in this world stand up against the government and say, we don't like what the fuck you're doing. Yeah. It would be over like that. It would be over like that. Well, I think that's why the protests are continuing right now, because they don't like what's happening. And they don't like what's happening with the establishment. Yeah, but at this point, like I said, we just mentioned how George Floyd wouldn't have wanted this to happen. At this point, like no one's storming police precincts. No one's storming the Capitol. No one's storming Target. No one's storming Walmart. But they're going to mom and pop shops. But the, it, they're not looting like they were and catching things on fire. They're actual peaceful protests. Like I just saw pictures from the here. Gold, but the Golden State Bridge is full of just peaceful protesters. People yeah. are, are doing it yeah. now the right and I'm way. All, yeah, and I'm all about peaceful protests. But in the beginning, it's very angry at first. Of and, course, and they deserve to be angry. We we all des- we all think we deserve to be angry for for a certain reason, but. Being angry is a burden that no one should have to carry. Like, my thing is, like, if you really want to make a difference, why don't we start a charity in the guy's name? Why don't we send money to his family? Which they've done. Kanye West is paying also for his kid to go to uh, college. Which is great. Which is great. There's a Michael Jordan's donating $100 million. There's there's examples of people with money who are doing who are doing great things for a great cause. Yes. But you going around and looting a store, that's not, what is that yeah. solving? Nothing. And then, you and know, I'm not supporting looting of stores, but I want people to get angry. I want them to be in the streets and do that. I don't want people to get angry. I want people to get aware. I want people to wake well, up. Well, I think they're angry because they woke up. No, I think they're being angry because they're following a mob. They're, they're following a direction that they feel justified in following Look, I don't care what the situation is. You need to be able as a human being to sit down, analyze, and rationally think of every direction of it. Yes. Now, of course, the guy was handcuffed. He was on his stomach. 
the dude was on his neck for eight and a half minutes. There's no other way to look at it. It was wrong. Absolutely. And three other cops that should have intervened. Absolutely. And civilians that were sitting there filming who... But they're probably And I will honestly sit there and say, if I was there, I would have been like, get the fuck off of him. And I would have risked going to jail for for pushing him off. Now, maybe I would have been praised. Maybe I wouldn't have. But that's not why I would have done it. I would have done it because it's you shouldn't step on anybody's neck. But if the same thing happened to a white person, do you think it would have been as big of a deal is what I'm asking. And I'm not I'm not like I said, I don't think what happened was right. OK, I'm well, not racist. Well, I have nothing against any kind of race. But if it was a white person, do you think it would have been who had the same criminal record as him who had did the same crime? And if the exact same situation, but it was a white man, do you think it would have been as big of a deal? Be- honestly. No, I don't think they u- would have used that force, to be honest with you. But and had it happened, do you think? Had it happened? Yes, had it happened. I don't know. I don't I don't have the answer for that. I think you do. I think it wouldn't have made news at all. If it did, it would have made lo- local news. I don't know. I don't know. Like, And that's, and that's what I think. Because I honestly think... You're giving me a situation that I honestly think would not have happened, though. So I can't wrap my and, head around and, that. And who's to say? Like, maybe it would have. Maybe it wouldn't have. Um, and like I said, I, I hate that what happened to him happened to him. Um, I don't think he's getting justice by people doing what they're doing right now um, in, in a violent way. Now, if people want to, you know, protest peacefully, I, I'm, I'm all for that. Like, I'm about and we that. we have the because, right to that. And we have the right to do that. Um. You know, and, and no one's talking about there was I, I forget what city was in, but uh, the police commissioner, a police commissioner walked out and people were peacefully protesting and he walked out with a huge SWAT team and they were all scared. You know, it was a bunch of people who were protesting and he walked out and he goes, you know what? You have the right to protest and I'm going to protest with you. He goes, we will march all night. And that was the commissioner of this city. And they fucking he took the entire police precinct of that city that he was in charge of and they fucking marched. That's beautiful. Yeah. And he was like, because what happened was wrong. And they're like, oh, but you're standing up for black people. He said, no, I'm standing up for injustice. Yeah. Injustice happened. Injustice is wrong. And that, I think that's the kind of stuff that we need to remind people. We need, we don't need to keep George Floyd is gone and that's a tragedy, but we need to do something that's going to be progressive. That's going to make this country better. Well, and like I agree with like your police reform idea with if you even fire your gun, you should be you on should, leave. Yeah, and on leave. Some kind of trial needs to start or some investigation. You needs need to, to start. be in therapy at least three times a week. Like, I mean, because I've fired a gun at a shooting range. You know, I own firearms. Yeah, I fired. You a gun fire at a gun range. and you feel that power behind it. And it's it's, it's scary at first, and then you go, "Wow, this yeah, is." You get this rush of adrenaline, man. It's fucking it's at, like honestly, it's like sex. You're like, it, "Wow, this is." Like I this is insane. The power, basically, God in my hands. Yeah, I can control life with this. It's thing. like having two dicks. If one dick could kill someone, yeah, you know, like shout out super bad. I quoted that movie. Uh, sorry, but um, I think the biggest issue, as far as all this goes, is misdirection. I think everyone's saying, who's really in power, saying, "Hey, look over here. Look what's going on over here, over here," and they're really plotting something bigger and something much worse. And it is, it is all they're force feeding us from the the main um, mainstream media. Mainstream media, yeah. Um, but I do think the protests are shifting towards just the establishment. Mm-hmm. And at first, it was very much so all about the inequality, and now it's just at the establishment. And that's why I'm getting pissed. Is we need to fucking to restore democracy and actually have a reform. We got to get this guy out the White House. We just have to. Well, we got to get a lot more than just him. Yeah, we definitely. But that's yeah. a we need to start with that because that's the face yeah. of our nation, and he's an embarrassment to the rest fucking our nation to the rest of the world. Well, and I I agree with you in that aspect, but at the same time too, people need to know that the president really doesn't have as much power as he's the media leads on. Um, but when you're the face of a nation, that's no, a no, lot no, of power. yeah. That's why I and say you're I agree. Out that's bullshit. That's, first of all, if you're the president of any country, or if you're some kind of a political leader, I don't even. Why the fuck are you on Twitter? Like, yeah, you well, should. You should not be on Twitter. Yeah. If you're on your computer, or your cell phone, you should be doing something that's going to benefit. Not 
Like, dude, why do you have why do you have a Twitter? You should be reading his his security. He should. Yeah. Yeah. He's not doing his job. Yeah. You have launch codes to fucking nuclear weapons and you're going to fucking post on Twitter because. Yeah. But um, I do think that I think this is making the pandemic worse. mm -hmm. A lot of people right now, if I open up right now, what is it? It, It's June. It's June 9th. Right. So. You know, coronavirus it, doesn't get, doesn't matter anymore. My but biggest now, thing, but they're saying it's because we're reopening Texas, the cases are like doubling now. Mm-hmm. But it's also don't say it's because we're reopening Texas. It's like crowds of people in the streets. Yeah, exactly. So this is happening during a pandemic, and so he's going to and he the president is going to use that when the second wave wave of Corona hits and we're in lockdown again. He's going to use that as an excuse. Well, if we wouldn't have all rioted because of Floyd. We wouldn't have the second pandemic. And a piece of shit for saying that. He probably yeah. is going to use and that. I and I guarantee you he will. I guarantee you he will. And not only that, but let's be real. I don't care who the fuck you are. I don't care what medical field you think you're in or your qualification. Your mask isn't going to fucking save your life. You know what? It's going to save your life. Building your immune system up, eating good, healthy food, exercising regularly, regularly, Taking vitamins, getting out in nature, and not being a stereotypical fucking American. And I'll tell you what, don't go downtown where a riot's going to fucking happen and they're going to start throwing tear gas, which you're going to inhale, and you're going to think you have the coronavirus because you have your lungs lined with fucking heavy metals. That's all I'm saying. What happened was horrible. And you know what? I didn't believe I was going to, when I was younger, I grew up and I was like, I'm going to be an astronaut or I'm going to be a rock star or I'm going to be a, this or that. Hell, at this point, I don't even know if I'm going to make it to 40, not even just because of my bad habits, just because of how divided we are. Yeah. The problem, the biggest problem we have now is like, example, we, we, we wage war on poor people. We don't wage war on poverty. Yes. Like we have ghettos. And, and Instead of putting money into the ghettos, we spend money sending cops there to just profile black people and put them in jail because you think that just by putting, you know what that's doing? That's taking a man out of the home. And you know what? Basic instinct rule. Number one, you need a man and a woman to raise a child. I truly believe that. Okay. I truly, truly believe that. And you taking him and taking him to prison because he was walking out past curfew and waging war on pop on, on poor people, not poverty. That's the real problem. Yeah. Well, the best way is modern day slavery has been debt. So exactly. We're not in chains anymore. We're in debt. Yeah. It says, hey, take this car. Nothing. No money down. Just pay us $500 a month. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. I get eight fifty an hour. So now I'm going to have to get a second job. Never going to see my kid. And you're on the hamster now wheel. Now I'm going to have to start selling drugs. Get caught. Yeah. Now I have a repossession. Now I'm never going to see my kid. Now my kid's like, oh, well, my dad sold pot. So that's what I got to do. Yeah. You know, it's the a majority vicious cycle. Yeah, exactly. But it's, it's been going on for a long time and it does need to stop. It does need to fucking stop. It absolutely does. Do you, but do you believe it, for the future? Do you think that what do you feel like the future is going to hold? I believe that these protests and everything, it's going to it's going to make a change. It's going to make a change that people are going to prevail. I, I do. Uh, but in a negative way. Not as far as people go. I think the protests are going to be bring people together yes. and we're going to unite. But I believe it's going to start uh, like martial law, like or martial something? law or a, 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 some sort of kind of civil war, um, which, you know what? At that point, as long as we're united, I'm fine with that. You know what yeah. I mean? As long as we're we're together and we stop looking at each other and we start we stop judging people uh by skin color and we look at at each other as brothers yeah we're all in this together and then say you know what the real enemy's out there and the real enemy's been oppressing us and yeah. has us fighting each other like i said the a, a good majority of the inmates in prisons are black people and the good majority of those people who are in prisons are it's black on black crime Bloods and Crips, the majority of Bloods and Crips are black people and, that's and they're killing each the other and they're and they're being forcefully oppressed to think it's a territory war. <coughs> and that needs to fucking stop. Yes. What needs to fucking happen is say, hey, let's band together. Let's fucking start these fucking well, education is the main thing. Exactly. People start, the less ignorant they are, the more their mind's going to open up. So we need to flood money into these places. 
in the right way mm-hmm. and educate these kids. Exactly. And hopefully with technology, they'll be able to get educated and care about it. We have, we are the most, or at least top three most powerful country in the world. Not many people are going to attack us. We have nuclear, nuclear, chemical, and a plenty of technological like China tactics. And Russia so, behind us. North Korea and Russia, China, and us China. and China, and and China really just North population Korea, wise. I'd shit on North Korea. But here's the thing: let's stop building bases overseas. Let's bring those soldiers home. Let's stop sending money overseas. Yeah. Because they call that defending our country. We're not defending our country by playing offense. That's not that's offense. Let's yeah. play defense. Let's bring our hey, you defended your country and at the end of the day you get to go home and fucking be with your wife and kid. Yeah. And that money, those millions and trillions and billions of dollars invest that we're spending into invest it into our cities. People in Flint, into our Michigan ghettos still have Dirty fucking water. Yeah. You can't even drink from your own fucking faucet in Flint, Michigan. Yeah. And probably a bunch of other cities they haven't even tested. And, uh, and God I, even I was going to say surrounding cities. Let's take some of that money that we're using for fucking defenses, quote unquote, and put it in the ghetto. Let's invest in education. Let's get these kids a fighting fucking chance. Yes. Let's put it to where there's no, like there should be no lower, middle, and upper class. Let's just make it a culture and a community. Yes. Let's make everything one. And then you know what happens when we do that? It's not going to be any more black and white. No. It, there will be no more black and white when you make it a community. In which I hope we were going to get to soon. That's why I want to see. I want it to happen. You know, the people with kids now, they're going to look back and hopefully they see that all these protests and everything were worth it. And they're going to think it's stupid that we thought that way. I really hope they, when they're our age and they look back and they go, damn, our parents did this because people thought that way and they can't fathom thinking that way. Yeah. And that's what I want in the long run. And the school systems stop saying, Hey, this is what happened. This is what happened. Say, Hey, this is what the winning side said. What do you think the losing side said? Think for yourself, teach people to think for themselves because the world, the, 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 the elites, the government, whatever you want to call them, the Illuminati, they don't want a nation of free thinkers. They want people they want just smart enough the to get the job done, to operate the machines. They want the herd. They want, but they exactly. Don't care. And that's with the virus. They don't care about killing off the old right now. And they're, and they're going to keep the people who are the able to The virus was nothing except to see how obedient we would be. That's what uh, that ploy was. What it is killing millions of people. The thing is... There was a man, Elon Musk said that he conducted a study and a man got bit by a shark and his femoral artery was severed, but he tested positive for COVID-19. So his death certificate says COVID-19. And they do. He did not die of COVID-19. Okay. I get that. But I'm saying people are though. Okay. No, yeah. I'm I'm not disputing that. The thing is the higher ups are going to keep the people who are able working bodies here. So we do the fucking jobs they don't want to do. Exactly. Okay. They want to declare war, so they send the sons, they send the poor people to fight for their agenda. Yes. And I know we're running, a, we got about three minutes left mm-hmm. um, on, on this cast. I think it's been a good one. I think, I think it's, it's been, been a good one, and I think that hopefully people can uh, see, too, that two friends can have a debate and yeah. have a conversation. And see, because would you consider yourself liberal, or would you consider yourself, how would you consider it? Because I consider myself conservative. I consider myself moderate. I'm yeah, like because right in the middle. I, I, I think... My biggest thing for people, do research. You literally now live in a generation where at your fingertips, yes, you, you, a, you, you have, can do research. You have a brain in your You cannot learn. You cannot be ready for the future if you don't learn from the past. But you cannot understand the past until you learn it from every perspective. Yeah. You know, like, do you think fucking Germans in world, during World War II read the same history books we do? No. You know what I mean? That's all I'm saying. But it's been great. And I think sadly, this was awesome. Too, when it, I know we got to wrap this up, but even when it comes down to education, the books that they use in some of these poor uh, cities are outdated as fuck. Mm -hmm. And then bigger cities, big metropolitan cities that have more money have more updated books. So a lot of those books, the old ones, get donated to poor cities. And those kids are reading shit that was written in like 19 fucking 60. Mm -hmm. Their textbooks are. So that's a huge thing too. invest money in updated textbooks. Yeah. And I'm not saying every school needs to have an iPad or a laptop, but you know what? Uh, Take take uh, here's and here's another thing too. you closing thoughts, closing thoughts, closing thoughts. We got to wrap this up. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Closing thought. I think my one of my favorite quotes of all time 
is we must be the change that we wish to see in the world. Mm -hmm. Now, if everyone for five seconds at the same time simultaneously on planet Earth were the change that they wish to see in the world, the world would be a better place. I definitely 100% agree. And that's my closing thought. Awesome. Well, thank you all for listening. This has been Domcast episode 112 with Jonas V. As always, one of your favorites. Uh, Hopefully... Y'all enjoyed listening to this one. I know it's not your normal comedy podcast, but thank you for listening. We got something good coming up for y'all next. (laughs) Yeah, we got another one. We're about to record another podcast. This is going to be a little bit more lighthearted, but as always, thank you. And I'll run through the cities on the next podcast, but um, just one love, y'all. One love. One love. We're going to make it out together, so don't worry. Peace.